This is your captain speaking. Welcome to another episode of DJ's Aviation Podcast. All systems are go, so lean back, grab a cup of coffee, and enjoy the show. This is DJ's Aviation Podcast. Everything aviation. Everything aviation. Aviation news, airline developments, analyzing route networks, expansions of airlines and aircraft news, and we talk about world events and life. DJ's Aviation has a Discord server that's officially partnered with Discord, and you can join with a link in the show notes or using the vanity URL discord.gg slash aviation. This is the DJ's Aviation Podcast, and now your host, Dan. Good morning or good afternoon. Welcome back to the DJ's Aviation Podcast. Now, this is not a continuation on the series of my visit to the United States. If you're aware, the most recent episode was covering the madness of getting to Los Angeles to begin with. That included a last-minute flight cancellation and just generally a lot of other difficulties and bringing you along on that experience. Now, in that podcast, if you have not already listened to it, I would definitely recommend pausing this, going back and listening to it, and coming back to this one. I did mention that there were going to be further episodes that were going to discuss plane spotting, my review of Delta, the Northern Pacific Airways event, and so forth. I can confirm today that these are coming. They just need to be recorded. They've already been planned out. But this is a bit of a, I guess you could say, not necessarily an emergency podcast, but just one I want to slot in because it's currently relevant. And at the end of the day, I'm very grateful for people that listen to these podcasts, but as they make no money, they're just sort of a fun thing I do for anyone that is willing to listen. And as you've probably seen for the title of this, it is, let me just confirm to you the title. I believe it's got to do with... Uh, Qantas's sickening customer service, and you may be thinking, oh, what's going on? If you've been following the journey on Twitter, which is at DJ's Aviation, you may have a rough idea of what's happened, but I will give you the general premise now, and then later on in the podcast, I'll properly get into what's actually taken place. The general premise is I spent 27 hours either on hold, waiting to speak to someone, getting the call failed, hung up on, whatever it may be, trying to get flights confirmed. 27 hours across a week. That's not 27 hours on call all at once. That's 27 hours over a week. So not even, you know, I sleep and then I wake up and I get on call with them almost the whole day. Eight eight hours, seven hours trying to sort this to no avail. After 27 hours, it has officially been sorted. But uh, there's a lot to discuss. There's a lot of what I would say just I don't understand how these people are employed to be completely honest with you. But we'll get into that. Just to begin with, this podcast is available on any uh, streaming platform, whether that's Spotify, Apple, Google, Audible. Um, There's so many different platforms, even SoundCloud. You can just search up the DJ's Aviation Podcast and you're more than likely going to be able to find it somewhere. And that's just purely because you may be listening on a platform now that's not to your convenience and you'd rather go listen somewhere else. And I'm just here to tell you that that is an option for you. Also, in the past hour, just for reference, this is being recorded at 5.22am on Thursday, the 3rd of February. About 45 minutes ago, Netflix released a trailer, a trailer, pardon me, for Downfall, the case against Boeing. I was not aware they were making something, a documentary regarding Boeing, and that will be coming out February 18th, so I'll definitely be watching that. And obviously, if you're listening to this, it's a bit of a notice that maybe jot it down in your diaries or your planner. Um, 
as it will be, I, I would say a lot of people will look at it as in, oh, it's going to be very entertaining. I think it's taking another angle. I think it's going to be heartbreaking. I did watch the trailer and there was a heavy emphasis on the victims of this and them being heavily involved in the in the prosecution that followed. And I think it's going to be a difficult watch. I think it's going to be very intriguing and interesting to learn more. Obviously, we've, we've just scraped the surface with what's going on and we've had a lot of information, but I, I'm hoping that the Netflix documentary will uncover more we'll learn more about the situation and i think it's going to be a very very difficult watch but um i am intrigued i am interested and i will definitely be tuning in so that's just basically a reminder to let you know that that is coming out and if you would like to watch the trailer it can be found on youtube Uh, just type in downfall the case against boeing and it should come up it is by the official netflix it's not like a fan-made thing it is officially done by netflix You're listening to the DJ's Aviation Podcast. Stay tuned as we depart into another topic. What a week it's been for the aviation industry as well. We've seen the launch of the 777-8F, that basically being the 777X freighter, which was backed by up to 50 orders from Qatar Airways. We saw Iceland Air reveal their controversial new livery with a lot of people having mixed opinions and thoughts on that. For me personally, I've pretty much formed my opinion of it's not bad, but I've seen something similar 55 times. So I'm not impressed. It doesn't stand out to me. It's not exciting in any way, shape or form. It just exists. It's frustrating to me that we're seeing the same template used over and over again. It definitely makes it boring. Um, had this livery been revealed five years ago, I think I would have liked it. But because, like I mentioned, I've seen it so many times, I'm a bit indifferent on it. And ultimately, just a very, very busy week for the aviation industry. Of course, if you'd like to stay up to date with anything, there are videos on the YouTube channel. But this podcast is for Qantas's ridiculous customer service that I have experienced. You're listening to the DJ's Aviation Podcast. Stay tuned as we depart into another topic. Uh, For people that maybe are tuning into their first podcast or can't remember, I'm going to give you a bit of a debrief on the past, what would it be now, five months or so. In October of 2021, I booked return flights from Melbourne to Montreal. These flights were for December, um, and they were to go and see my partner. The flights were uh, the what should we call it? They're they're economy, but they're the they're the fair option that was the most expensive in economy to basically allow for the flex voucher and to be covered because naturally COVID was uncertain. And while I would argue it's still very uncertain now, things are starting to get a bit better. I would argue than the Christmas period. But obviously in October we had no idea that Omicron, the variant or Omicron, however you pronounce it, um, would be coming to us so in october everything everything seemed fine but i still decided to get the the most expensive ones purely because i just i had a slight feeling when you get screwed over so much you sort of already expect the worst and then that way you're not disappointed um and that was that was something that i've always sort of stuck true to purely because i look at it and i think to myself well how can it get worse (laughs) it does get worse now people may also be aware that 72 hours or I believe yeah I think 72 hours out maybe even four days out from 
departing to Canada, I did have to cancel those flights and that trip purely because the province I was headed to went into a snap lockdown. I'm talking instant. It was announced and then by 9pm there was a curfew, everything locked down, um, people were stuck in certain towns and unable to leave. It was a, it was an utter nightmare and therefore me spending all that money and going there just it became not feasible as I'm sure you can imagine. Uh, That meant that I had to contact Qantas to turn my flights into a voucher, a voucher that would be redeemable at any point, I think, in the next year, uh, maybe to early 2023 from memory, Um, and that could be applied to anywhere on their network. But of course, I'd be using that voucher to rebook flights through to Montreal whenever it was first possible, and this has been the first opportunity I've had now. And... I never received any confirmation. I thought I would just say that off the bat. There was never never any confirmation that it was cancelled. There was never any confirmation that a voucher would be coming to me, which obviously is a problem. I was a bit shocked at first. The The only real confirmation I got, which is, doesn't really count, is when I cancelled it to turn it into a voucher on the website. But I, I'm, I was shocked that I didn't get anything in my... Uh, inbox for the emails purely because airlines are very they love to communicate via emails which in my opinion makes sense it's great to have sort of a copy i was hoping i'd get some formal confirmation because i knew i already knew and this was back in december i knew when i contacted Qantas i would incur difficulties and i was hoping that if at the very least i had that confirmation things would go about easier fast forward Obviously, this cancellation happened just before Christmas of last year. So what we need to do now is fast forward to, well, end of January. I've just returned from my trip to Los Angeles, which went great. And there's going to be a lot more to cover on that. So I won't go too much into it. It's been Life's been very messy since then. I, I feel like I haven't really stopped. And Qantas has definitely played a massive part in that. And um, work's been busy, but you can't complain too much about that. So I needed to rebook my flights. At this point, I still do not have my actual voucher. Now you may be thinking, do you mean the confirmation or the credit? No, I don't have the confirmation and nor do I have the credit. Qantas quotes that it could take about eight weeks to get the credit and voucher into your, or get a confirmation of it. However, some people got it in two hours. So it seems to vary, um, but I hadn't received it. No shock there. And I think it was a little over four weeks, approaching five weeks at this point. I needed to rebook flights because we had already booked the accommodation in Montreal, so I needed to rebook flights. I call up Qantas, and what I think is going to be a very, very easy process turns into one of the worst experiences I've ever had with any type of customer service, and certainly the worst experience I've had with an airline when it comes to customer service, and I would be lying if it said it therefore puts me not in a position where I don't even want to fly with Qantas again. Customer service is pretty crucial. Um especially if I need to go back selecting seats. And therefore, while I do very much pick my flights based on the airlines, I also want help for customer service. And um, I think the initial wait time was about two hours, which is perfectly normal. I I expected that. And uh, I got through to someone, I explained my situation, and they they were helpful. But don't don't be um, blindsided by what I'm saying now because it's going to get worse. They were very helpful with everything. They confirmed that they could see my previous booking for the 27th, I think it was, of December. And uh, like, okay, what do you want to do? I'm like, I want to go to Montreal on this date and everything like that. And I got put on a Melbourne, Sydney, Sydney to Los Angeles, Los, Los Angeles, pardon me, to Washington, Dulles, and then Washington to Montreal. That was the route they put me on there. And then on the way back, it was... 
Montreal, Vancouver, Vancouver, Sydney, Sydney, Melbourne. And I was like, that is perfect. I'm happy with that. Go ahead with that. And in about 15 minutes, it was sorted and I had my flights, but I didn't. Um, In the Qantas app, they weren't there and I got no emailed itinerary to me. He said for me to wait a couple of hours or a day. So I did that. Um, but there was still nothing and I couldn't find anything in my Qantas booking. And naturally, that's a bit of a concern. Um, I'm sure as you're aware, I am flying out in around about just over 20 days now at the time of recording. So this is not something where I can leave it for five weeks and be like, ah, it's fine. I'll follow up in five years. (laughs) No, it kind of needed to be sorted then and there. And my worry got higher and higher and higher. So I called Qantas back up, spent, I think it was four hours waiting to speak to someone Spoke to someone, I explained to them that someone I called the day prior had rebooked me on this flight, but I've not got any emailed itinerary. And she was like, oh, but that's meant to come to you straight away. I'm like, I know it's meant to come to me straight away, but nothing came to me. And she's like, okay, let me go in and have a look. And she went and had a look and and all that. And I'm I'm painting them out to be helpful. They're not. Um, First of all, I don't know what kind of microphone they have at this call center, but you can't hear anything they're saying, so that's the first problem. Whatever connection they have regarding Wi-Fi or types of thing doesn't work because they're cutting out every five seconds, so actually trying to understand anything they're saying, especially when it's key information, is incredibly difficult, and the amount of times you have to get them to repeat themselves and they still make no sense I is beggar's belief. Either way, she went in and had a look at the booking and then told me that oh, everything seems fine. I'll reissue you your ticket. I'm going to need to put you on hold. I was like, okay. And then guess what happens? About 20 minutes later, thank you for calling Qantas today. Um, Review your experience with us. How did you go with our agent? So then the call failed. Uh, Qantas operates their customer service on a policy where you don't have a direct phone number to an agent. So if a call drops out, you need to get back in the queue and then you're just put with someone else. So whatever work you were doing with someone else, uh, with a certain agent, let's say you called up me and I worked for Qantas and then the call failed, there's an, you would not if you called back, you would not speak to me. Do you know what I mean? So it's it's not great if you're trying to deal with someone. So then naturally I was getting annoyed. I called them back, spent another three hours waiting to speak to someone and I spoke to them and I explained my situation. I explained the two previous occasions I had. They then said to me, oh, I'm very busy at the moment. Can I put you on hold? And I said, no, because the calls failed already and I don't want that to happen. I need this to be sorted. And he was pretty adamant that he was really busy. And then he just put me on hold without, you know, I said, don't. And he just put me on hold. 45 minutes later, having explained the situation and him claiming he was too busy, what happened? Thank you for calling Qantas. So that was another three and a half hours down or three hour, almost four hours down the drain of trying and nothing had been done. I gave up because at that point I'd spent eight hours with the phone next to me trying to get in contact with someone. I gave up for that day. The next day, straight away, the minute I woke up, I called them again. They quoted one hour wait time. It was another four hours before I got to speak to another agent who then said to me, oh, I can see the problem. And, and again, she was helpful. Well, who knows? Um, she said to me, I can see the problem. What I'll do is, is I'll offer you some different flights. And I was like, uh, okay. And then this is where I got Melbourne, Doha, Doha, Montreal with Qatar Airways, because there are a lot of people saying, why the hell are you flying with Qatar Airways? I didn't have a choice. 
a lot of these routes that I am telling you about, I didn't pick. Um, I originally picked my routes, but because everything's been changing due to the voucher, I don't really have a say. It's whatever they give me. So this is what they gave me. Um, and she gave me the Qatar Airways, and it was in my booking. And I was like, oh, this is brilliant. It's finally in the app. I I, I have my flights. And um, I said, thank you for the help. And then she said, no worries. I'm going to try and sort out your itinerary now. And then the call just ended. She didn't even put me on hold. The call just ended. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, And I had no itinerary again at this stage. And I hope you're able to still follow me um, because I know it can be a little bit confusing. But to recap... I had a voucher. I then tried to rebook with the voucher. I was put on a flight. Nothing worked with that flight. And now I'm being put on a different flight. And we're on like my fourth call or something like that now with the airline. So I've got these Melbourne, Doha, Doha, Montreal flights. The return leg has not changed. I'm just doing my around the world. Now, this will coincide with what you've seen on Twitter, which is me doing my first ever round the world trip. Um, obviously at this stage, I still had no itinerary, so I was a bit worried, um, but I thought I'd give it 12 or 14 hours, um, and I still had no itinerary. And I thought to myself, okay, well, I won't worry too much about that. Let me select my seats because my plan is to make trip reports on this journey. In fact, at the time of recording a Delta A350 full review is going up tomorrow. So my plan is to make trip reports um, and I need to pick seats because naturally I want to have a good seat for you to be able to enjoy the content. That's pretty self-explanatory there. Um, And when I went in to try and pick the seats, I got an error message. And what do you think it says? The booking reference doesn't exist and the booking can't be found. (laughs) I was like, oh, you have to be kidding me. So call them up again, three and a half hours later. Um explain again to another agent for the fifth time the situation and this point now me explaining the situation takes 20 minutes uh and he's like oh that's really really weird and i was like yes i know it's weird i'm hoping you can and i think increasingly my frustration levels as you would imagine were getting higher and higher and higher and um i explained it to him and he was like oh no worries i will try and sort that for you i got put on hold guess what happened the call failed again uh, and that was, <laughs> I, I can't even believe, just even saying this out loud, there's a difference between it happening and now me repeating it to myself and obviously to anyone that is listening. And I find it utterly, utterly ridiculous. Um, so yeah, the call failed again. That was three and a half hours gone again. So what do I do? I call them up again. Pretty self-explanatory because I need to get this sorted. Um, I'm losing patience now at this point. And I'm going to be completely like honest. I was I was literally losing it. Um, and I, I called them up. And now a woman answered the phone. And I, I put it very bluntly. I said, this is pathetic. And I'm not having a go at you in any sort of way. Because it's not your fault. But your customer support is pathetic. And I mean, there's no other way to put it. If you have ever experienced airline customer support, that's not what you, you should be getting. I keep using this as an analogy and as an example. When I was with Fiji Airways and I was booked onto their service, they had to cancel their entire route network. That means every single flight, I know they're not as big as Qantas, but they had to cancel every single flight with literally a moment's notice. We're not talking a regular operations like Qantas are having. We're talking a whole entire network being cancelled. Qatar Airways, I mean, pardon me, what am I saying? Fiji Airways contacted me 20 minutes after their entire network had been cancelled by phone Oh, no, hang on. I contacted them 15 to 20 minutes after their network had been cancelled. They picked up the phone instantly 
cancelled my booking within 30 seconds and wished me well. But this is because of an ash cloud. This is not even their fault. And they were that good. And they're a smaller airline. So you think for a bigger airline, the support would even be better. No. It's it's absolutely sickening. Anyway, back to the person I was on uh, call with. And she was trying to sort it out for me. Uh, and when I say sort it out, they just... They're talking basically gibberish. And what I mean by that is they don't even understand what's happening. They're so baffled and confused. They're like, oh, but you have multiple trips here. I'm like, I know. I'm trying to go to Montreal. You mean you're trying to go to Montreal in December? No. How am I meant to go to uh, Montreal in December when it's already been December, as I would say? She's like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, you don't say. And then, um, because that booking was cancelled, so I just don't, I just don't get it. And um, I then... Also, I apologize if I'm I'm sounding frustrated. It is it was quite a frustrating experience. And these people at customer service, I don't know how they have these positions. And just wait, because it gets worse with some of the questions I asked them and they didn't understand. Um, when I say didn't understand, they didn't understand because for some reason they don't understand basic travel terminology, which just baffles me again. So she went off. She was on hold for about an hour. Thank God the call didn't drop. She came back to me and said, oh, I see what's happened here. Um, let me reissue your Qatar Airways ticket. I was like, but I thought it was already reissued. No, she's going to reissue it to me again. So I thought to myself, brilliant. You're reissuing it, which means I should get an updated itinerary and it should be confirmed. And then that was it. And I And then I put out the tweet saying I was flying with Qatar Airways because I thought I was. Lo and behold... No itinerary comes through, and guess who still cannot access their booking? Me. Two days passed because I thought I'd give it some time, uh, maybe because that is what I was told, give it 12 hours. So I gave it 70, almost 72, pardon me, before I did anything because I was like, well, maybe something has to happen in their systems. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. But lo and behold, nothing had happened. And then when I woke up one morning, guess who once again had no flights in his app? Me. I call them up. And uh, they say to me, oh, Qatar Airways deleted your flights because, what was the reasoning again? Because no ticket had been issued. And I think at that point, I just dropped my phone. I said, are you serious? And the guy was like, oh, yes, why? I'm like, are you, are you seriously telling me now that Qatar Airways have cancelled my tickets? Because, sorry, cancelled my booking because no tickets were issued. And he's like, yes. And I said, oh, my God. So then he said he would put some new flights in for me and the new flights were Melbourne Sydney Sydney Vancouver Vancouver Dallas Dallas Montreal then coming back are you ready can I get a bit of a drum roll please if you're sitting in your room I'll give you a second to do that drum roll here we go Montreal to North Carolina North Carolina to Dallas Dallas to Toronto Toronto to Vancouver, Vancouver to Los Angeles, Los Angeles to Sydney, Sydney to Melbourne. That was the route they offered me because I quote, they could not find anything direct to Vancouver or Montreal or Los Angeles. So they had to make me do six stops in America and Canada before I'd finally get to Los Angeles. In fact, I would go into America, United States. I'd go back in, I would leave from Canada, go into the United States, go into Canada again, then come back into the United States. Like, what? <laughs> like, actually, what? Um, and yes, my jaw dropped. And I was like, I took it, though, because at that point, I was like, just give me a goddamn flight. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't care at this point. Just give me a flight. So he processed all that. 
and uh, sent me on my way. Uh, I did get an itinerary. Uh, the tickets were in my Qantas app. But guess what the itinerary said? Flights for December 2021. And in my itinerary on the app, I now had a flight to Los Angeles. A one-way flight to Los Angeles, leaving in six days. What? <laughs> like, forg- like, honestly, I forgive you if you completely don't understand what's going on. Because trust me, I didn't understand what was going on. And people would ask me, what's happening with your flights? I'm like, mate, I don't know. I don't actually know where I'm going. I had a lot of DMs saying, are you coming to Vancouver? I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to Vancouver anymore. I have no idea where I'm going. I, I, I don't even know if I'm getting on a plane at this rate. So yeah, that's obviously a problem if I have a one-way flight to Los Angeles. And as it started up in the Discord server, the joke became, oh, I'm moving to Los Angeles because I've got a one-way ticket and I ain't coming back. Uh so at this point, I got my, my dad involved because I, I just lost it. And I was hoping that if we had two people manning the phones, we could get through to someone quicker. And then this was the, the, great, the great day of Friday. And Friday was the biggest day for this, I guess you could say, booking, solution, work, whatever you want to call it. It was me, my dad, camped out with the uh, our sausage dog, camped out at the family dinner table, both with our laptops, both on the phone to Qantas trying to get through to someone. This was a six-hour-long attempt because we made it through to someone and my dad was had to pretty much yell at him. Um, not, not to yell at him because he's pathetic, but yell at the company, pardon me, to him to emphasize, don't you dare put us on hold. Um, and he didn't, to his credit. He didn't put us on hold. Until two hours into the call, he just put us on hold. And then guess what happened? The call failed. Then it was another three and a half hours of us sat at the table. We finally got through to this woman who was so helpful. Like, I can't even begin to explain how helpful she was. She was brilliant. We had finally found our saving grace for the 15th time now. She reissued all the flights with Qatar Airways and everything. She redid it all. And and I just want to point out, this was on my advice. You may be thinking to yourself, what do you mean by that? I asked them, I said to them, would it make more sense? Because at this point, no one had, no one knew what to do. I am someone who has never worked a day in customer service on the call center. I appreciate the job they do in the sense of, I know it's hard. I know they struggle, but it comes to a certain extent where if you can't perform daily tasks at your job, then that's a concern. I literally said to them, I said, well, there seems to be a problem with the booking. What if you keep the booking reference, delete the booking, note that there's a voucher and rebook me? You know, just wipe it all. And this is the response I get. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. I didn't think of that. Let me try that. I'm like, uh, what? I've never worked for an airline before in my entire life, let alone customer service. And here I am telling you after now 23 hours on call with them, I'm telling you that what to do to my booking. I couldn't couldn't believe it. So she did that. And then I got an itinerary. It was in the tickets. I was able to book onto the Qantas domestic flights and I thought everything was all well and good. Uh, and after seven hours, we finished that call without being hung up on the second time. And I thought everything was perfectly fine and I was ready to go. Two days later, my booking disappears from my Qantas app again now for God knows what time. 
uh, and you, you're probably like slamming your head against the desk hearing this, and I'm, I promise you, with every ounce in my body, I'm not making any of this up. None of this is a lie. None of this is exaggerated. This is exactly what happened over the past week. I've got all the notes down. The amount of calls in my phone to the Qantas numbers are ridiculous. So yeah, my booking had completely disappeared, and at this point, I had like lost it. I, I lost it. I think it was 2.30 in the morning. I, I've been barely sleeping because of the stress and I just lost it. I called them up four hours later. I got through to someone. I explained my situation. And after now 25 hours, it may have been 25 hours ish, maybe even 26 in communication with them. I got told a sentence that no one wants to hear after trying to spend 26 hours booking, rebooking flights. Oh, I can see your booking. Yes, it's been deleted and turned into a voucher for your convenience. That's when I lost it. I will admit that is when I lost it properly. I said, are you kidding me? Yes, yes, we've, we turned it into a voucher for you. I'm like, what do you mean you turned it into a voucher? Oh, oh yes, we turned it into a voucher. So what you've done basically is deleted my booking that was there and turned it into a voucher. Yes. So then I got pretty annoyed. Um, an hour and a half later, the call failed again. Yes, again, the call failed and I was back with no booking. Yesterday, the flights were officially sorted after a call to Qantas head office. We spoke to a very, very lovely, uh, I believe her name is Shannon or Sharon, um, at Qantas Premium Services and Qantas head office. And she was able to sort the booking out, and now I officially have tickets to go and go to Montreal. They're confirmed. I've paid for my seats on different airlines, and I am good to go, I think. I think. No, but seriously, it's all been sorted now, and for people that are curious, the updated route is Melbourne, Sydney on a Qantas 737, Sydney to Vancouver on a Qantas 787, then I'll be flying on the Air Canada 737 MAX from Vancouver to Montreal, on the return leg, I'm flying Montreal to Los Angeles on an Air Canada A220. Then, and this is probably the exciting part, is it's another new airline for me. Sydney to Los Angeles to Sydney is on an American Airlines Boeing 777. And then finally, pardon me, I do have Sydney to Melbourne on a Qantas 737. I've purchased seats on all the Air Canada flights now. In addition, pardon me, I've organized the flights on the Qantas domestic aircraft. The last one I need to try and sort is the American Airlines 777, which I am having some difficulties with that airline getting my seats. So a call will be in order trying to contact them. I also am currently, I managed to save quite a lot of money on the new booking because they were able to adjust my fare ticket, which is something else I, t I figured out. Um, Qantas, this is just a general message, and I know there'll be people listening to this that are aware of this. Qantas is a massive... They love to scam you when it comes to fare options because of the current waiver fees in progress uh, in, in process at the moment and the lots of different things with COVID. If you get the most expensive ticket option, you could just get the cheaper one, and then even if you had to pay for changes, you would still be paying less. So that's just a helpful tip and something I found out only by calling premium services. And she was like, oh, yeah, with, with all the hidden things and all, all of that, uh, you'd still be, I'd still be paying less, even if, God forbid, something happened to the flights. So, yeah, I'm now looking at trying to... I mean, I don't know whether to do this. Um, potentially going business only on one leg, which would be Sydney to Vancouver on the 787. That'd be like a lie-flat seating. But at the moment, I'm caught in two minds over whether to do that or not. 
Um, I tried to put in a request to do that, but as per usual, the Qantas system crashed while in the payment stages. Uh, so I don't know if that even... I don't think it went through. I'm sort of assessing options about what I should do with that, but I will keep you updated on that front. Uh, another thing that I should mention that was a part of the booking, which I had completely forgotten, in the process uh, of one of my flights being adjusted, someone at Qantas Customer Support deleted a leg. They deleted the Montreal to Vancouver leg, which means it screwed the whole booking. And then, and then, when I called up Qantas again, they tried to make me pay to reinst- they tried to make me pay to reinstate that Montreal to Vancouver leg that someone at their customer service deleted. So to conclude, I have flights to go to Montreal in 20 or so days. I think I'm all good to go, bar, of course, hopefully I don't test positive or something like that. But I I have my flights organized. And that is Qantas's sickening customer support. A lengthy story for you. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. I didn't enjoy experiencing it, but uh, obviously it's probably funny and frustrating for people to listen to. I am not someone that, well, then again... I'm, I'm someone that says things honestly, like I don't care if Qantas hear this and, I don't know, get annoyed with me. I really don't care if they saw my tweets having a go with them. I'm a person and I'm not going to kiss up to them or something like that. I'm just not. The, the support was absolutely pathetic. There's no way about it. I've never experienced as pathetic customer service and disgusting service as that from Qantas. Um... Something I should mention, which I forgot to, when I spoke to these customer service agents, they didn't understand what transit meant. They didn't understand what changing my return ticket meant. I had to ex- I had to physically explain to them that I wanted to transit through Los Angeles, and that meant that I wanted to get on a plane from Montreal and go through Los Angeles, because they didn't understand what that meant. It comes a point in time where I can respect someone's position, but if you can't do it, then I I'm sorry, but it's just, I've, I've wasted 27 hours and I'm not the only person. There's people in our community discord server that have had troubles with Qantas. There are people in my Twitter community that have had problems with them. They are utter and utter joke. I don't, I have sometimes no choice to fly them. This can be due to allergies. This can be due to unfortunately being in Australia. Qantas are one of the only airlines uh, that were flying at a certain point, but I am going to actively try and avoid them in the future. I'll just try and fly with airlines where points can be used, but I do not want to fly them. This is completely... If if all the previous stuff hadn't turned me off them, I'm talking their treatment of citizens, the way that the government worked into their hands and all that crap. Um, this, is, this was the final nail in the coffin, and I will happily... I mean, I was harsh on Qatar Airways. Do you know what? I'll apologize to Qatar Airways. Because having experienced Qantas, Qatar Airways was nothing. And Qatar Airways was bad, but they were nothing compared to Qantas. So yeah, I'm going to actively try and avoid them. Their customer service is a complete and utter joke. 27 plus hours just to get a flight sorted because no one at customer support knew what to do. And mind you, I had to call Qantas head office. I didn't call the regular customer support in Fiji. I had to call head office. So, did customer support really sort it? Maybe, but not the conventional way. So, who knows? I could have been going for 48 hours had I not um, contacted head office. I hope you enjoyed listening. Uh, I hope you're having a lovely week. Obviously, these podcasts are going to get really exciting because I still have a lot of positive things to cover. This one was a bit of a vent. I'm aware of that. But there's a lot of positive things to cover. Uh, regarding the American trip and obviously me going to Canada, you're going to hear reviews of planes, lots of fun stories. 
but uh, I thought considering I cover airlines and aviation, I, I thought I had to, I just had to spend 35 minutes of, of my time rambling about how pathetic they are. So yeah, you can disagree. You can agree with me. You can think I'm being hot-headed. You can think I'm utterly ridiculous. I don't mind. At the end of the day, this is my podcast and this is something I experienced. And if you think it's ridiculous, then I would highly encourage you to spend 27 plus hours listening to that Qantas music with incompetent customer service because I think you would most definitely come back to me and say um you understand but yeah thanks for listening everyone <laughs> I do appreciate that your time whether you listened only halfway through or you've made it to the end thank you very much normal programming on the DJ's aviation podcast will resume next week where I will be incorporating my review of Delta in with the Northern Pacific Airways event tomorrow there'll be well, what am I saying? You could be listening to this in 2024. On the channel, there's going to be a Delta A350 trip report, so definitely stay tuned for that. I am no proper trip reporter, but I'm really happy with the end result. In addition, I've also finished editing a vlog, which is, it's not like a typical vlog, but it's basically a behind-the-scenes look at my American adventure and lots of behind-the-scenes footage of um, interviews and preparing and I guess you could say giving you an idea you coming along in video form on that trip to the United States and maybe it would go hand in hand with listening to the podcast eventually. Either way, I'm not going to keep you any longer. Do stay safe. Do take care. Whether I'll see you in the Discord or on Twitter or on YouTube or just in the next podcast, thank you very, very much for your time, patience, and I hope you enjoyed. See you next time. You've been listening to DJ's Aviation Podcast, one of the most unique podcasts on the internet, offering up your one-stop shop for all things aviation. We discuss aviation news, airline developments, analyze route networks, expansions of airlines and aircraft news. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had fun. Make sure to like, rate, and leave a review. In the meantime, hook up with us on Twitter and YouTube at DJ's Aviation. If you're interested in rail, check out our second channel at DJ's Transport. Till next time.